T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Dork Podcast. It's the Dork Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe. Joined as always by Davey Eyeballs, aka Roy Donk Von Doyronk. He is the Deep Von Reap. Nope, the Reap Von Deep. Yes, all hail the king of ginger ale. That's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Uh, I'm a little dinged up, Richard. We're a little What's dinged up today. What's the story today? Uh, you saw me limping around. We were together uh, a week ago or so, and uh, I was limping around a little bit, and things have p- progressed uh, south. You got a bum I mean, foot. I got a bum foot is what, is what it boils down to. And to make matters worse, I'm to be in hockey skates the next two weeks. So now, doing camps. Not to get too personal. It's not gout, is it? It's not gout. So there, okay. was, there was a time, there was a brief moment where we thought it was gout. Mm. And I thought... I was back in like the days of yore where people yeah. actually got gout. If you're not like com- incredibly overweight, you, you don't know? want gout. So, you don't. Uh, so that usually lasts about two to three days. This has I, been three weeks. I got a bad this, case so. of the gout. Mm-hmm. That's from the first time I ever heard. Of I do gout. not have brown orthopedic shoes. <laughs> you should maybe get but some. I'm a little dinged up, but I got my gingy. Good. You know, it's you look good to go. it's, it is what it is. It's good in a pinch, but whatever. It's a shreps. You know, it's like, yeah, I'll be winners. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's get to the news, shall let's we? Let's do it. All right. This week in first things first, Ryan. The new Christopher Nolan movie is called Tenet. Yep. And this is rare in the game. Usually mm-hmm. there's these big trailer releases and it's during like Jimmy Kimmel or Monday Night Football or sometimes these these social media teams just put it out on Twitter and they, they go nuts. This was a little different. This Christopher Nolan movie, I still haven't seen it online. And maybe by the time this episode is posted, people have seen it. But it was, I think, a 40-second teaser, and it came out prior to Hobbs and Shaw. So if you saw Hobbs and Shaw this week, you saw the Tenet teaser. Because if you are a big fan of cinema and a big fan, if you're one of those people who calls them films. Films. And you love. If you're a a bona fide cinephile. You love Christopher Nolan. Yeah, so his target audience is definitely at Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's got to be like a studio thing, right? Because this really should have been out in front of Once be. Upon a Time in Hollywood, which it is getting a lot be. of Oscar buzz. Getting a lot of Oscar buzz, Ryan. People, <laughs> I told you I wasn't going to talk about it. Anymore. I told uh, you. No, that's fair. When you're when you're right, you're right. But anyway, Tenant apparently is Inception, but with time travel. Sure. So because that movie was easy to understand, right? Nah. In fact, not not my favorite, not yeah. my favorite movie at all. Uh, Ryan Preacher is back, the fourth and final season. They just had episode one and two. They released them at the same time this past Sunday. I watched episode one, so I watched half of it so far. Mm-hmm. This is a good show. It's uh, we're going to talk about what I think is a better show uh, in the topic du jour. But both Garth Ennis and both comic books that I loved, I ripped all the way through Preacher. It's like a six or seven book collection. You can. Pick that up if you haven't. And then the TV show is good. I enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, this is a good show. I, I 
through no fault of the show, I dipped at season two because I did that thing where I cut the cable. So I don't have like yeah. cable anymore. Yeah. So AMC went away. So, but I've been slowly like getting like back into it. And like you said, this is a solid yeah. show. It's a like front to back. Like this is a solid show. And I think um, season two was probably a season that a lot of people may have dipped out. And then I can assure you season three was better. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. And I, that's what you told me, and I, mm-hmm. I want to finish it. And it's something that, like, maybe yeah. once I can binge it, like, I'm just gonna blow through it. Yeah, for sure. And then I think it's good too, like, you know that it's four seasons, so it's right. not one of these shows that you're like, oh shit, I gotta watch eight seasons of this. Right. Like, it's nope, you're good. You can jump in and, and watch that. I got some movie news, Ryan. You ready for some movie news? I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Andy Circus is set to direct Venom Two: Electric Boogaloo. I'm all in. I'm all in for this. Mm. Hmm. And the reason being, Andy Serkis yeah. will never, you will never mention him in the same breath as like Daniel Day Lewis or like any of these like great top tier actors. But I, for my money, well, maybe you should. like a better like actor, like physical actor in movies right now. Like you think of all this that he did as Gollum, he did as like any monkey. Mm hmm. And I guess so on the Planet of the Apes, like they had like a different director, but I guess Andy Serkis was like calling a lot of the shots like behind the scenes. Yes. So you think of like a movie that you have to do a lot of motion capture, a lot of CGI, a lot of green screens like Andy Serkis is, has to know better than anybody how this has to be done. Am I right so, or am I right? Uh, I think you are right. So Circus was the second unit director for the Hobbit films. Mm-hmm. He made his directorial debut with the film breathe which is a biographical drama film back in 2017 andrew garfield was in it uh he also directed the film uh mogli legend of the jungle mogwai mogli mogli name of the character yeah thank you from the jungle book yep thank you so he directed that and so really i mean venom's gonna be like his main thing it's a big step. It's a huge yeah. step for him. And you know yeah. him as uh, you've 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 seen Andy Serkis in a lot of blockbuster movies and didn't know it was him. Yes, he was uh, Snoke. He was Snoke. Now mm-hmm. he was also not in a whole bunch of shit when he was uh, Ulysses Claw in right. uh, Black Panther and uh, mm-hmm. Ultron, or when he was doing the motion capture for King King Kong. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so this. You know what I loved about his uh, his role of Supreme Leader Snoke was, um, you know, you really found out a lot about that character. You, and and really, that character was was meaningful. It was really important. Yeah. And it was such a great payoff. Now, do you think, not, not to get into like Star Wars stuff, but do you think that Snoke was actually Palpatine, like him controlling like a body? Like I hope it, was, I, it was Palpatine's I hope, consciousness. In, I hope that's what we get in Rise of the Skywalker. That's a nice payoff. That's the that. only thing that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. if you can like project his consciousness into somebody else. Yep. Yeah. I would like that. Ryan, another Mindhunter trailer came out. We're going to get season two a week from Friday. This looks like the bee's knee. He- heavy duty. <laughs> You're dealing with, what is it? A, a string of child murders in like Atlanta or something? Yeah. Yeah, and they think the clan could be involved, and like the whole thing, it's super heavy. It's gonna be heavy, yes. Yeah. Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark is out this week. You're excited about this? I am. You like this? You're going? Oh my god, I love these books as a kid. I yeah. love them. Yeah, they're the ones that like I would read them like under my covers mm. and then leave them outside my room. Okay. 
That, just because you thought maybe a creature could come out of the book? I mean, you saw those illustrations. What was yeah, the name of the guy who did this? Horrifying. Yeah, they were they were intense. They were intense. Yeah. It wasn't Andy Circus, but it was a guy I forget. Um, I have to look it up now. Now this yeah. is this is a question. At, at what age would you let your daughter start to see like scary ish stuff? Uh, scary ish stuff. So um, they recently watched Coraline. Oh, that, is that a Johnny Depp joint? No, it was, but it's the same people, Leica, who did um, Corpse Bride. Yeah, and that, so they. Yeah. And my older daughter loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay, she loves it. So, like, that's I think Coraline and that movie are nice little tiptoes into like scary. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? And yeah. she she loved she loved Coraline. So oh, that's um okay. Stephen Gamel Gamel did Steve the uh, illustrations for Gamel, and that guy there is a special place. Mm. And H-E double hockey sticks for that. Come guy. on. Listen, he's just doing his job. Oh, know? my God. He's got what a skill. twisted freak he is. He's been touched by Satan. And he yeah. applied that to illustrations. God yeah, bless him. Ryan, do you like a good deal? Can I interest you in a good deal? Oh, please. You're like a sweart of a deal? I do. What if I, what if I told you I could get you Disney Plus? A bagging? I get, get you a bagging. I get you a bagging. I get you Disney Plus. Yep. I get you ESPN Plus. And I get you Hulu. Twelve ninety nine a month. In. Yeah. That is that the package? Yes, that, that's that a real got, deal. That just got announced uh, today. So I can get rid of Hulu, my Hulu subscription. Yeah, I can get rid of and get so I get bundle. So does ESPN Plus come with all the ESPN channels? Yeah, I I haven't looked into exactly what you get with ESPN Plus, but I assume you get what's live on ESPN. ESPN like you get like ESPN News. That'd be my ESPN guess. ESPN U, ESPN U. Yeah, so you get all that. All right, that's I mean, I'm, I'm all the way in on that. Twelve ninety nine. All the way in. I'm getting rid of like. Hell yeah. Everything. That's sick. That's even unbelievable. Re- now, is it going to be that thing where they jack it up after the first year? Probably. Yeah. Or, like, I didn't read the fine print. This could be like, well, this is standard def with one television. Like, it might be bullshit, but I, as far yeah. as I know, twelve nine. I mean, I would have paid twelve ninety nine just for Disney+. Plus. I would have, too. Now, Hulu is like seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine, right? Yeah, I think so. So, this there you go. Deal. This is a fucking... This is, a this fucking, is stupid. This, this is, is stupid. <laughs> this is going to kill Netflix. <laughs> I know, but then every time I think I'm going to cancel Netflix, like Mindhunter comes out, they re-up Big right. Mouth for three seasons. Like there's you enough, know what? there's enough keeping me going. What keeps me going too is they do. They're basically taking over for HBO in terms of stand-up specials. Mm. That too, so, yeah, for sure. So I love a good stand-up special. Um, I'm I have some new comedians that I've been watching, and I've been going mm. through their bed. Uh, Tom Segura and uh, yeah. Nate Bergazzi, and yeah. who's the other one I watched recently? Borgazzi's the guy who's clean, right? He's a clean comic. He's pretty clean. I mean, he does like mature themes, but he's pretty clean, pretty deadpan. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other one I've been watching. Oh, I saw Mark Maron's special. He's great. He's like that, like stupid voice that like voice in your head that like yeah. that self doubting like asshole. You know like, what? You know. Yeah, well, he definitely is that. You know what? Yeah. Stand up special I had to just bail on because I was What's like that? bored. Uh, Aziz Ansari. That was boring. Um, couldn't, and couldn't do I it. was, you know me, you know I'm a huge Spike Jones fan. And it's yeah. like, oh, Spike Jones directed. And I thought it was going to be, it was just all handheld cameras like right next to him. Ugh. Like the opening shot was really cool, but I Wasn't think for me, it was too safe. I mean, gr- granted, he did that whole 10 minutes in the beginning about like what happened to him this past year. I know. Oh, sorry. I, I said that wrong. Not what happened to him. 
like because that makes him sound like something bad happened. Well, to him, no, I, under, I did. Like, yeah, like you the understand. Whole kind of mix up. Like he was sort of he got lumped in with all the Me Too stuff, and then it, it turns out it really was he wasn't as as scummy as it. Right, but, but like he there was some gray area there. So like he addresses that, and then after that, you're like you, you feel kind of guilty laughing at any joke he tells. Yeah, I was just like, I think I'm done with this. It yeah, I did not it enjoy great. it. Was not great, Ryan. We played a fun game on Twitter today at Dork Podcast. Where no, we didn't. I no, said we didn't. if we were to cast not the a fun game. Dork movie, if we were to do hypothetically, if they were going to make a movie about us, which yep. someday they very well could mm-hmm. should, who would play us? And I just sort of spitballed. Michael B. Jordan could play me. Keanu Reeves could play you. Which sounds great. That'd be a good cast, and that'd be a good movie. I think a lot of people yeah. watch that movie. And then people really they got creative and they took to Twitter. A lot of really good ones, I thought. It wasn't no see, you you're giving you the not, people too much credit because I I tweeted, I responded to it and said basically what this boils down to is you take a good looking guy yeah. who is getting a little older. You know? Who me? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're getting you're a dad now. Like you're old now. I'm right? mid I'm mid thirties. You're mid thirties, but you're like you're right not in the middle. Like, you're not seventeen, eighteen hunk. Anymore, you know no, what I mean? No, I'm not. I you've had a little. You've had a couple six seams. You've had a couple. You know, you get a little bit of a whoop, you get a little pudge on there, God right? Bless. Yeah, I do. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not in great shape. I'm not being. I'm not being unkind. All right, I'm just telling it like. Can I just read care some, about feelings? Can, can I just read some of the uh, suggestions? Uh, let me get to that. And okay. then so I, I said, so you know, you get a good looking guy who's lost his fastball a little bit, and then name an actor who's short and fat, and apparently that's who's going to play me. Well, right, it's just a fun exercise. It's not and a fun exercise. This is horse shit. So uh, Goo from the Mac and Goo program uh, said, and again, uh, Keith being first, Davey being second and all of yeah. these. Uh, Penn Badgley and Turtle from Entourage. Um, let's see. Easily here. one of the worst characters in television <laughs> history, by the way. Easily. Uh, Marcus from the Boxers podcast. Uh, Keith, Chris O'Donnell, and Davey Bob Hoskins. R.I.P. Fucking Bob Hoskins, <laughs> the guy who played Mario. Fucking Smee from Hook. Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? These are just a few of the suggestions. Uh, Josh on Twitter said uh, Matthew Perry for me and David Cross for you. David Cross, like um, I could not. If you okay, yep. I, I'm willing to accept. You know some some short fat things. David Cross looks nothing like me. I'm just going to read a few more of these. Okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, and Drew Boy Hill said uh, Michael Fassbender for Keith and Nick Frost for Davey. You really fucking made out like a bandit on that one. Not only that, he's a good looking dude. You get a massive hog. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I've just been getting uh, absolutely flooded on the emails, dorkpodcast at gmail.com with Josh Dumel for Keith and Bruce Valanche for Davey. <laughs> People don't like me. I'm an unlikable person. <laughs> Fucking Bruce Valanche. Uh, let's get Brad Pitt for Keith. <laughs> and Vern Troyer. Harvey. Harvey. What's that guy? Not uh, Firestone. Um, Harvey Firestein. Oh, darling. Let's get him for Davey, huh? Or let's go by the old standby. Let's get Kevin James for Davey <laughs> and Adam Sandler for Keith. Let's just do that. We get some guy who looks like a speed bump and have him Davey. Some guy, some fun. fat guy with a face like a blind cobbler's thumb. 
Let's get him to play Davy. <laughs> is there anybody? Who's the actor that has the cement head? Who's that guy? <laughs> Can you get him? What's Can he we doing? get Eric Stoltz as Rocky Dennis to play Davy? Can we do that? Oh, that's fun. It's just a fun, it's a fun oh, game. It's a fun exercise. Can... That's right. No, that's right. It's fun Ooh. to pretend. It's nice to pretend. In all seriousness, has anybody ever said that you look like a certain celebrity? Now, can I tell you a funny story? I know we have a lot please, to get to today. Please. So I was at my wife's best friend's wedding, right? And uh, she married a guy from New York. So obviously he has a huge family and it's, um, you know, her side wasn't as big, but like he has a huge family. So we're sitting after the reception, we went back to the hotel and everyone's in the hotel bar, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting actually alone at this point because they're like doing something. I don't know. The girls are doing something. My wife has a huge group of friends. Like they're all doing something. And I'm just sitting at the bar by myself. And I feel like a tap on my shoulder. And this woman who I'd never met before, I don't even know if she was part of the wedding, but she started like going, Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Caleb went. No, she's like, you're, you're him. And I'm like, what? Hmm. She's like, you look like, um, and she starts snapping her feet. She's like, um, and I'm like, oh shit. Like here it comes. And Who's she goes, the, the, the mall cop, the, you, you, the mall cop. No, and I'm just like, you gotta be shitting. No me. I'm just like, way. I like roll my eyes at this woman. And I like put like, I'm like putting my hands like on the bridge of my nose, just like, Paul and, Blart. She, and she's calling people over like her husband and being like, doesn't he look like the, the mall, the mall cop? He, he looks just like him. And no. the woman's husband, the woman's husband was like, stop. He's like, Diane, stop. <laughs> That's and she was Ryan. Like, we just it met was, him. <laughs> and it was the worst <laughs> experience of my life. That sucks. It was awful. <sighs> he had a, he you had a good- so I am a little bit oh. sensitive to like okay. the short fat thing. So like, that's that's why it stems it, from that. To be fair, I think Kevin James is tall. Is he tall? I don't think nah, he is. I don't know. Maybe he's not. I don't think he is. Maybe I think he sucks too. Pe- yeah, he does. He yeah. does suck. People in college thought I looked like Steve O. That's the closest. That's the one I've gotten Makes the sense. most. So I've gotten fat Bam Margera minus the tattoo too. <laughs> that's another one I've gotten. That's not great. Not great. I'm well, not. Anyway. I'm not. Great, I'm not a great looking person, but luckily my <laughs> wife is very attractive and doesn't. People don't get it, but it's fine. It's on the inside, Ryan. Yeah. That's where you shine. It is where I shine. Ryan, let's get to the uh, video game minute, shall we? Sure. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. What do you got? So this is going to be a little bit a little bit heavy this week. Um, we're going to start with something. So the big, I guess the big news we have to get to now is that Ninja, he of the Twitch fame, has jumped ship and now is exclusively streaming on Mixer. Mm, I'm not familiar with Mixer. So Mixer, so I'm going to tell you about Mixer. So Mixer is actually owned by Microsoft. Mm. And the theory is that, so Ninja, when he got his start, was actually a professional Halo player. So he's very fond of Microsoft. And the idea I think that people are speculating is they're going to use this to kind of pump the new halo game that's coming up. 
So him being an ex-Halo player, they have a new Halo title coming out. There's a Halo movie coming out. So they're going to pump all of these things, and they're probably going to use him to do this. Hmm. My guess is, I don't know the exact numbers, but he probably signed a ridiculous deal to be exclusive with Mixer. A must-up. And he's, and he's offering people who were subscribed to him on, Twi- on Twitch, he's now offering people free the first two months free to sub to him. Because it just kind of happened in the middle of a month. So, which is like, you know, subscriptions happen. Like, yep. So, it happened like in the middle of the month. So, and this for a lot of us, like, kind of came out of nowhere. Like, he had teased that this has been like a huge thing. And um, Mixer is now making a huge push. Um, But they've also gotten in a lot of trouble because they have a very strict guidelines as to what women can wear, Mm. which is not so. Yeah. Mixer is a little different than Twitch in in that I can say you know how like when I you log on to my Twitch it says like the first time it says like for it's mature content meant for adults and whatever yeah 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 you can actually set it's like everybody teen or mature okay so I can actually you can actually as a streamer you can actually tailor it to who you want to see it mature obviously well a lot of a lot of people leave it teen because you can swear a little bit but like you don't PG thirteen yeah yeah it like broadens your audience a little bit mature is like a little you know, I know I hear you, but I, I tell you, Twitch is kind of, they're messing up a little bit Okay, with the ads and the content yeah. is not as good as it used to be. we got people selling bathwater. It's all the way we've been over this, right? <laughs> it's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's kind of like the big news is coming out of the video game world. Other than the fact that, Ugh. uh, you know what I'm going to say? And this, we don't do this usually. This no, is not our this thing, is, but when they this jump into our, when they jump into our territory, when they're shit in our backyard, Richard, yeah. Yeah. we need to talk about it. And that we're talking about um, the president and one of his um, cronies going on record and saying that instead of talking about the issues that are pressing, and they said they once again piled on the video game industry as a reason why terrible things happen in this country twice in 24 hours. Now, it is a one of those things that it's, it's very easy to point the finger um, I think the United States is third or fourth in video game sales. Yeah, I think was um, it Korea and China South were over. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe like a smaller year, but but anyway, yeah, none of those countries have the same issue. So I and there's the most extensive study that came out of Oxford showed no link between the two. So it's saddening to me, and I hope people can understand that. You can't just point the finger at this anymore, but we need to get some stuff done. We are not political people here on hashtag. We like to keep it. No, well, you know my politics. Here. You know my. I, you know what? I don't like. I don't like people taking the easy the easy shot at something that they don't understand. You know what yeah. I mean? And I hopefully this. A lot of it has to do to instead of pointing the finger at like parents. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, these kids are getting these video games with their parents' credit card or their parents' permission. And mm-hmm. I think we just need to do a better job with that and making sure the kids are doing the right thing and, you know, being a little bit more hands-on. But, you know, kids I, I, out there who are listening, yeah, you know, be smart. And if I you need think, help, get help. Yes. You know? I think the video game thing is so fucking stupid. And it's so transparent, too. And not to get down, go down this whole road, but we know that I don't even think he believes that. He just has to cover himself. Um, no, I think that it's, it's a silly, it's a silly thing to point the finger at. Yeah. And there's clear stats. You just immediately pull up the number of video games in the millions sold in South Korea and in China. And then you pull up the number of mass shootings and it's like, 
Okay. It's, it's what clear else do you got? It's one it's, graph. It's that so you need clear. To look at. And yeah. you really, at that point, you might as well get rid of horror movies. You might as well get rid of violent TV shows like The Boys. You might or, as well get rid of all. This. You might as well get rid of these graphic novels I have behind me, like Red Hood and the Outlaws and Preacher and Punisher. About, get rid of all of it. Get rid of the news. Ryan, what's that, what's that the whole the whole journalism thing? What's the thing they say all the time? If, if it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, right? it leads. Right. So you know what? Why don't we get rid of the news? If we want people to stop looking at violent images, let's get rid of the news. The local news. Sake. If you watch the local news, it's like the other day it was on. My, my wife usually watches. I never watch it, but if I, yeah. if it's on in the room, they it was six straight deaths, and like four of them weren't even in Massachusetts. It was like, right. hey, let's get to these ones too, and you're like, oh, okay, like. Or how about they tease it like there is a kit, some canned good in your kitchen will might kill you. <laughs> Find out at six. If you we'll tell you which one at six, they yeah. all will. Yeah. All right. If it's, if it's botulized, you know all of them will. Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? I am. You know what? Let's get on. Let's you know. Let's uh, I'm not really sure what that is, but I'm gonna. Let's oh, I'll tell on. you. No oh, good. I'll tell you what it is. It's the topic of the day, and today okay. it is the boys. Yeah. It is an eight episode TV season of. I get what do you call it? Amazon Prime, Amazon, Amazon TV, Prime. Yep. Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime, whatever it is. Prime Video. I went out and got Amazon Prime just for this goddamn show. Now, are you happy you did? Yeah, but I'll probably cancel it any moment. But I, I'm, gl- I'm glad I did about the goddamn show. So that yeah. much. Uh, Ryan, we begin as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, uh, non spoilers. So let me ask you first: Did you like it? Hell yeah! Yeah. Hell yeah! This show yeah. is awesome. This show is awesome. This show was great. I didn't just like. I loved it. I, I loved absolutely it. loved this show. Uh, sort of piggybacking off of what our sort of our last topic. What did you think of the action slash violence in this television show? Did, I mean, talk about like coming out swinging. Like it's like it's yeah. awesome. Like the. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about the graphic novel. I haven't read all of them. I've read yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, it's not as bad as that. Yeah. There's a couple scenes, but like yeah. Um, no, I was anticipating. I thought they did a good balance. And again, I, it won't be real spoilers for the no, boys. No, I read it so yeah. long ago. There's a couple of things I might reference, but for the most part, we're just going to stick to the show. I highly recommend the comic. It's awesome. It's done. I think it's like, I want to say 12 volumes, but the volumes yeah. are thin. They're not like mm-hmm. preacher books. Like where there like, is a, what do they call it? Like a definitive collection where they oh, have yeah, all yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah like, you, can, you can do that too. Yeah. But that one was a little bit more over the top, a little bit yeah. more sexual, a little bit more violent, a little bit more li- like the language. Like it was crazy. Or like you said, it's like it's Garth Ennis. So think of like yeah. preacher with superheroes, yeah. that level of yep. gross. Yeah. And just like the superheroes being, for the most part, dickheads, which is which is a fantastic idea. That, that's what I was going to say about this is is the show is so great. But the truth is the source material or just simply the show idea or the, the book idea is awesome and i think it came out at the perfect time yes because of we have just been hit over the head with mcu movie after mcu movie after mcu movie throwing some dc movies throwing some sony movie we've seen every goddamn comic mcu 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 shit dc mcu mcu (laughs) shit dc indie comic mcu shit dc yeah we've we've seen it all and so to get this sort of spin on it where it's not dc it's not marvel but they're all you know cookie cutter versions of certain heroes but it's like it's different and they're they're all there and you you sort of view them as celebrities and again this is one of the things i've always said whether it's an actor or whether it's an athlete on your favorite team we don't know these people like they could all be absolute scumbag savages and you shouldn't be surprised if that comes out like you hope that they're not 
but there's a decent or there's a there's a chance that they are. And like the thing, the thing I love that this show plays with, and again, this isn't a spoiler because it's kind of like an overarching theme. If you yeah. are a superhuman being, you can't really relate to regular human beings. Right. Like you look at the the character we're going to get into it, but like Homelander is like their Superman, right? And he just doesn't give a shit about anybody because no. like it, it's like um like think of like when you like Watchmen, like Doctor Manhattan, like. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I really like the analogy when they, talk, when they talk about Superman. It's like playing with ants or whatever. Like, what yeah. was the one? Remember, like, that's what it is. Like, you know, it's, like it's, it's stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and and it comes through. And like, how long could you be a superhero before you get bored? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if right. if if the game, like, you think of like the best athletes, and that's the only thing we can draw upon because, like, you think of like. I don't want to well, say how, you know, they, like, how they're viewed. Like uh, it's, yeah. it's absolutely how they're viewed and people take them in and they're just obsessed with them and they become bigger than life. And it is funny, like the way just like things are going in, in the real world. Right. If, if there were superheroes, don't you think this is kind of a likely scenario? It's exactly what would happen. It's exactly what would happen. Like they Someone would, would they find would a join way. A, they would join like a corporation yep. and you would get them and whatever. Like it just, it, it feels kind of anyway for a superhero movie or show. It's, it feels like, like real in a way. Yeah. Um, and like, this is exactly, it's a real look at like what superheroes yeah. would actually be like. So I thought the characters were great. We'll get into all of it. Yeah. Spoilers, but I thought the characters, both the superheroes, uh, the boys, the 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 characters that surround the boys, were all very good. I thought the comedy was good too. I thought there were some good some good laughs. There was some great some great stuff. We'll get into with like spoilers yeah. and stuff that, but there were some really really funny yeah parts. I'll tell you what, I, I really do think this is one of the best adaptations that I've seen comic book slash graphic novel into movie or tv show because a lot of the movies we know whether it's marvel or dc they're just taking sort of ideas like right like they're taking kind yeah. of snippets and like because there's mm-hmm. so much batman that like they'll take bits and pieces of it i think uh the walking dead like everybody sort of got soured on it but early seasons walking dead in the comic i thought were a good oh, yeah. adaptation yep. preacher which we mentioned was was a good adaptation but this is i would, I would put this one right up there with anything no yeah and especially especially with tv i mean like you said yeah. the marvel universe and the dc universe are so big that they can like you said they can kind of cherry pick what works and what doesn't work this is just one thing yeah but it's so if you've read any of the volumes it's so dense yeah like there's the little tiny stories that you could expand on um but it's kind of like lightning in a bottle like they got like this perfect like you said the perfect source material at the perfect time it really it's was. kind of like it's so anti marvel it's great it's amazing and you know again garth ennis if you're not familiar with him we we can't mention we can't put him over enough like go, go check out his stuff and i feel like if you like one of his things you'll like all of his things yeah I and mean, it's and that kind of like that, super gritty yeah. dark yeah stuff yeah um i would say i would also toss in like daredevil and jessica jones for some of the stuff they did from comic into the Netflix show. But the big difference here is the boys is only eight episodes. Yeah. And this is what these shows should be. You can't ask for 13 good hours in a season when you, when you basically have sort of like, you know, one villain or one main story, it's too much. There's too much filler. There was not much filler here. No, there was a little bit. There was a little bit, but there was, um, I found myself pissed when credits rolled on C on episode eight. Because there weren't any more, and I yeah. wanted more. 
And that's exact. And that's exactly what the Marvel shows on Netflix didn't do. It was right. almost like, like you know, episode ten of Luke Cage season two. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Like, that, just... Yeah, Luke Cage was one where or you Jessica were, Jones like, season two, where you're like, come on, you know. Luke we were Cage like, was one of those ones where, like, mid episode, you would look to see how much time was left. Yeah, I would. I never, I never did that in this. Like, yeah. you're right. There was an episode or two where. You're like, all right, it was sort of like long periods of time with with action, but like they needed mm-hmm. to sort of get the story across. But right. for the most part, absolutely loved it. I would say for TV shows that I've seen this year, it's right at the top. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think you should leave is one of those weird like, do we count yeah. that or do we not count that? I mean, I, that yeah, that's I think the we best count it. Thing I've seen. Yeah, that's the number one thing I've seen. But this is right there. I'm trying to think what else. Obviously, Mindhunter. Mindhunter's up there. Stranger well, no, Things is up there. Well, you saw I I had just oh, seen yeah, it yeah. this year. Yeah, though My Hunter season two could very well be. Yeah, Stranger Things and shit. I forget. There's one other show I think I I really liked from this year. But either way, this is this is right there at the top. Yeah. Um, Ryan, what would your hashtag dork score be? Uh, five. I'm going six. You're going six. I'm going six. Back to back sixes with you this week. That's why I told you it was the best weekend. It was the best movie slash TV weekend of 2019 for have me. Have we ever had? Have we ever had a back to back six week? I don't. I doubt I don't think it. So this might be it. I doubt it because I yeah we haven't given out too many sixes for anything. I gave out a six for Endgame. I gave out a six for Once Upon a Time. I gave out a six for this. I think you should leave. So yeah, this is it's rare. It's back rare. To back in the game. Six weeks. It's rare. It's, it's rare. rare. Five's a good score though too, Ryan. Five's a really good score too. Oh, five's really good. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. some things that we can improve on a little bit. Um, but yeah, f- hard five. Let me see what was the other thing that I gave a six to. Oh, Barry. Oh, I love Barry. Barry, yeah. Barry, Barry was very, very good. Barry. Yep. Let me, let me put Barry there. All right, so Barry, just, I think Barry's my favorite show this year. Yeah, and that and this that's yeah. completely understandable. All right, do you want to get to spoilers? Yeah, let's do it. All right, spoilers, 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 spoilers. Um, there's a lot of different ways we can do this. Obviously, we can just uh, jump into you know best parts, mm-hmm. worst parts. We can get into the, the character breakdown. But the first thing I love, and this is right from the comic too, is the idea that a superhero kills like innocently kills somebody and then it's just sort of like ah oh, sorry like just doing my thing like i'm just saving the world like my, yeah, my yeah. bad and it's just like and then the reaction of that person uh the character is huey campbell and, and i think we've mentioned this in a previous podcast but when garth ennis wrote the book it was he modeled after simon Pegg, and yeah you, it looks you exactly read book, like him oh yeah. it looks identical <laughs> to him yeah and that so it's cool that they got simon Pegg to play the dad because he would have been too old to play huey right in this one, but like just that whole con- like that sort of sets the stage for the whole show is Huey is in love with his girlfriend and then a train comes running through and it, the, like the image of him holding her hands as yeah. A-Train runs by is just fucking amazing. And that's right from the comic. And like, yeah. it was one of those things where like it happened. You hear like the, you hear like him running by and the, the blood it's like, like super like phantom cam slow-mo oh. where like the blood goes on his face he's like sitting there smiling and i lo- i knew i because i knew i had read that part of the comic so yeah. i'm looking over at my wife who's watching this and she's like looking she's like why are you looking at me and then like, like oh. they pan out and you can see him just like holding the hands and she goes yeah. oh shit <laughs> like i was like yeah and then and but like what i love about this is you think of what was it civil war when the woman um, whose son died in Sokovia, like slapped the picture on like Tony Stark's chest and was like, mm-hmm. he was super affected by it and whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I honestly, like real superheroes, like would be like, what? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah, you're, right. you know what I mean? Like, they would not be phased by that at all. No, they'd be like, do you know how many people I've saved over the course of like the last yeah. year? Like, I'm, I'm plus, I'm, I'm plus, I'm in the positive right now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not all that, like, my bad. And then, like, the weird, like, scene, like, with the apology and all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, um, it was so forced and it was just so, like, oh, God. Uh, and then he didn't even, he ran into him and didn't even remember. Yeah. Like, oh, who yeah. he was. Have, yeah. Like, no idea. that's exactly how that would go. Yeah. No, it is. And they do such a great job, too. Like, so the seven is basically mm-hmm. the Justice League. And they have all these characters that are based off of real characters. So Homelander is really a Superman Captain America combo. Yeah. And that he is, a, he's an amazing character because he is such a fucking asshole, yes. even though he's viewed as the greatest person in the world. Well, they like, say, so they're investigating all these superheroes and like the guy's got no weaknesses. Like they have nothing to go on. Like yeah. there's, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do any of these things. So there's new, we can't touch him basically. Can't do anything to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Queen Maeve, who is basically like the Wonder Woman. Yep. Right. Uh, a train, which is like the flash you have the deep, which is like Aquaman, which is an amazing character. Like it's kind of like, they what I loved about, him. <laughs> which is great because in the, in the comic, I don't think he's really mentioned that, that you see him, but he's not really yeah. like a main part of like the initial comics. Right. But I love what they did with that character and just shit on him. They just shit all over him. Yeah. Uh, you got black noir. Who's he which, even like black, black, black. Is he Black Panther or is he just I like, like, I he doesn't talk? He, he doesn't say a word. Like noir means black, so his name yeah. is Black Black. He doesn't, yeah. he, he doesn't talk. He's just, you know, just an yeah, uh, assassin. He's like Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have uh, Translucent, right? Who, Translucent. I love the part where they're like, they, they capture him and they're like, you know, like translu- that's not what Translucent means. <laughs> like you're like they're trying to explain right. them like what translucent means and like that's not what you are right <laughs> you know right yeah that's good and then so lamplighter retired so that opens the door up for starlight which is like green lantern lamplighter green lantern yeah green Lan- uh, lamplighter like green lantern starlight yeah. is like who like i can't even uh just I, I, what i love about the characters of starlight is she, yeah. she could be anybody like she's just put there because she's like this pretty blonde yeah like christian value like she, she does like sparkly great. stuff yeah and it looks great like optics wise like we're not really sure like what she she explains later what she does but like no one really seems to care yeah light emitting superhero is what she's described as yeah and so aaron uh, moriarty is the actress she was in uh jessica jones and true detective yes at, so at one point so she looks kind of familiar and she's also the only one that like thinks all this is on the up and up too so it's a good it's a great character sort of she looked up to the seven because again they're like celebrities so you have posters on your wall of all these heroes and then you go and meet them and then i was wondering how they're going to go about this because in the comic she is forced to do uh sexual favors to in in the in the show it's the deep yes in the comic it is homelander Homelander, a train and black noir all at the same time mouth stuff and I was like, what are we doing here? And yeah. so in this movie or in this show, it was just the deep. And they make him out to be such a dickhead. Although I laughed out loud when he was saving the dolphin. That's what I was going to. I was alluding Holy to. I hoped smoked. you thought. And he's fucking talking. I love that he's like talking to the dolphin like in the back. He's like, no, no, no. Like, don't make it weird. Like we talked to like they were like 
the dolphin dolphin like thought they were like going to get it on. Yeah, the dolphin was hoping to hook up with him. Yeah, and then he slams on the brakes, and the dolphin goes shooting out, and they lock eyes, and then it shoots through the glass and, it, and just b- splat all over the all over the road. And it's playing like what song were they playing? Oh, it was I forget. Like a, but it was perfect. It was a great great song choice, and, and the they dolphin even brought it they, back. Yeah, <laughs> I love you said they love they like catch up and he's like squeaking <laughs> as he goes through the windshield and then the fucking 18 wheeler just runs him over. Oh, my God. And then the good. same thing happens again with the fucking lobster. Yeah. When he's like, so, he's talking to the lobster in the tank. He's like, going to get you out of here. The guy stabs him in the head, <laughs> which they never do. They don't do that. No, they really do. You're not supposed to do that. No, you're supposed to do you're that. Supposed to, no. You're supposed to cook them up in there. Yeah. And then they send his ass to what? Dayton or wherever they or somewhere in Ohio. Right. Uh no, it was, it's uh, um, Sand. It's like not Sandusky. Oh, was it no. Sandusky? The the so. town from Tommy Boy? Because he's because he says like we're not we're not a shithole like Toledo. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. He shits on another one. But so that was that was fantastic. That was that was a good job by him. Um, and he's like, we got the lake right yeah. there. You know, we get the you know for the deep because they send them to like the middle of fucking nowhere. They just they just get, they just get rid of them because it, because it comes out what happens. Oh, it's Lake Erie. Yeah, they're like yeah, Lake Erie. Lake yeah, he's like we're right yeah. we're right on Lake Erie. What'd you make of the whole thing with the like the the Christian stuff and then you know dealing with the, with Ezekiel and really pushing Starlight and Homelander there because they kind of they have the religious angle. It's not really a cult necessarily, but it's like they're really pushing that and like they rent out these superheroes and then they're just trying to like, like, I guess well, you think of like, that way. And this is where I think this is like, it's not clever, but I think it's smart of them to do like, if we had superheroes, right. Yeah. And we're trying to play to a base. Mm. Like who do we, if they're supposed to be the best of us, like who do we play towards? Yeah. Right. And it would make sense that you would have like the, you know, the, like the American way be like right. God and country and like all that. Right. So like you play to that, like, and I love the idea that like none of these characters belong there, but it's like, this is our, and they kept talking about brand, right? Which I oh thought was God. really smart. Yeah. They're like, this is your brand. Like, this is who you, you know what I mean? Like we have to play to this. Well, and, and like, like so is up so many points. They're down this many points. Yeah. Like how's their merchandising doing? Like all that, like it's so like their movie sales, their like movies, all that theirs, their comics, everything. And like I love that idea that because mm-hmm. I honestly believe that if superheroes existed, you know they would have agents, they would have a yeah. PR team, they would have, yeah. and like they. Ha- I loved the character. Um, I feel like I had seen her before, but I hadn't seen her in anything. The girl who gets fired, the redheaded. Uh, oh yeah, 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 Starlight around. Yeah, and I love that character because she just kept getting so pissed mm-hmm. at her. Be like, you need, like, you need to do this. You need to say this. Yeah. And she just wouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, know? it's it's two of the good characters too that like aren't in the seven or aren't in the boys uh, that are good in the comic too is uh, Madeline Stillwell played by Elizabeth Shue mm-hmm. and Susan Rayner played by Jennifer Esposito and sort of yep. getting those two sides. So one thing with the comic is uh, Susan Rayner and Billy Butcher they get it on they like hate each other but they also make sweet get love to each other. On. Yeah, they, Thin they line, do. baby. Thin line between love and hate. That is true. And that mm-hmm. but. Elizabeth Shue was uh, pretty diabolical. In, oh, in this. she did a great. good job. Yeah, she I was... love Elizabeth Shue. Liz Shue. Liz Shue. Now, one of the best scenes was the one in the last episode where Billy Butcher thinks he's got something. He's like Homelander that has no weaknesses, but he's oh. in a relationship with with Stillwell. So kind I'm gonna, of. I want to capture Stillwell. That was weird, though. The whole mommy thing. 
That was weird. That well, made me uncomfortable. Weird. But but again, the backstory of Homelander and really the big reveal of the whole season about all of the heroes and how they were mm-hmm. all created is fascinating. And the whole thing about Homelander planting a because because it, it, it's a great like as you're reading the comic too when you're seeing you're like wait a minute so all the heroes are American like there's no yeah. there's no heroes anywhere else like what what's going on mm-hmm. and then when they plant the one over there so they have like a terrorist one. And then they're able to try to get funding. And like, that's a cool angle too. Like we're trying to get superheroes involved in the military. And then there's like a pushback by the government and it's like, they're trying to get in there. So, and then they have that thing where they're like, Oh, well, there's a terrorist super mm-hmm. villain. So, so guys, now you need us, but like they created it. Yeah. So it's kind of like with the Mandarin, like they created yeah. this thing in order yeah. to like need, you need me to fight this be- and whatever. Um, no, that was super cool. Super the, cool idea. The, the scene though, where Homelander, is looking at Stillwell and realizes that Stillwell lied to him mm-hmm. and the whole thing and the backstory with Billy Butcher and his wife. And you're like putting the pieces together as, as you're watching the show. And then he just takes his laser eyes and shoots two holes through her head. And yep. you're like, Holy shit. Like this like, guy Billy, really doesn't give a shit. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. give a shit about anything. Yeah. You're like, Billy, you're in trouble. And then it's cool too, because Billy's motivation the whole time, this happens in like most good movies and TV shows. I mm-hmm. feel like is the character's motivation the whole time. You get to a point where you're like, Oh, wait a minute. He might not even be right. Like the thing that has driven him the whole time might not even be really be proven true. And he's not like the whole thing is like, he thought, you know, that his that wife Homelander raped, raped her. Right. Yeah. And then it turns out that, and then they lied to Homelander said she died in childbirth and the kid lasted, the kid lived for 10 minutes Right. Neither of those things were true. None of that is right. So it turns out, you know, Billy Butcher's wife is alive and well, as is Homelander's son. Crazy, crazy finish. And, oh, I don't know if we announced this. I forgot if we mentioned this in in non-spoilers, but there is already a season two has been announced. And you got to assume that's going to be a huge storyline in season two. Billy's still alive, obviously, and he sees Homelander with his wife, who he thought was dead, what, was it eight years? Eight like, years. Yeah. Now the kid's eight years old or mm-hmm. whatever, seven or eight years old. So that whole that whole scene was was pretty crazy. Also, the stuff with um Starlight and her mom and her putting the pieces together, that like yeah. her mom was the one that like got the experiments like, on her and like turned her into a superhero. Paid, got paid got for paid. it. Paid. The whole thing was crazy. Yeah. But where I think the show and I and I, and I think they were all good. Like the A train stuff was good too. He was a big part of the, the whole season. But the and like the drug, right? Like the drug that they're like obsessed so, with. So correct me if I'm wrong. So was they called the V or like with a? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. No, um, whatever it is. I don't know whatever it is. The blue yeah. stuff. Yeah. So in the comic, is it? It's there was the stuff that was the Nazis developed to create super soldiers, but the one that they singular dose, it's that laced with cocaine. <laughs> Is what oh, is that what it was? Is yeah. what the superheroes are injecting themselves with. Oh, okay. So it's like this like speedball of just like insanity. blue superhero liquid and coke. Yeah. Yeah. Compound V. Compound V. Yeah. But A Train stuff too, like him having to take that to do the race. And like, what a cool idea is like you have two characters that are essentially the Flash. It'd be yeah. like the Flash and Quicksilver having a race. Yes. Like that's, that's what it'd be like. And they're both the, what's it, the other guys? I forget what his, uh, 
whatever, but he just looks like the biggest douchebag. Oh, like shockwave, shockwave. Yeah, yeah. He's a clown. He's a clown mm-hmm. show. But my point, I, I saw. I thought the seven and like the people who are in and out of the seven were really good. But where the show is at its best is the boys. Like the boys are awesome. Great. I think they're all really well cast. I think uh, Caleb and as uh, really yeah. good. The kid who played Huey, really good. Mother's Milk. I thought he could have been like a little bit bigger of a dude, but the actor he's I huge. Like, yeah. He's huge in the comic. He's a mm-hmm. big actually, so is Butcher. Like they're both big dudes. Yeah. I thought the dude who played Frenchie was perfect cast. He was great. He was awesome. He was and I loved the female. Every scene the female was in was awesome. She's super compelling. Her origin story is a little bit different in this. Like the order in which the boys sort of assemble is different in the comic than in the TV show, but like it doesn't really matter. This, no, this was I, well done. I think the one thing that I had that knocked it down to a five for me is they didn't really do a good enough job of giving the boys their backstories. Um, yeah. And I think, I think that'll come. With yeah. The, Cause you really did. You got Huey's and you got a little bit of Billy's and but some of the female, the idea that like this was a legitimate CIA operation. Like, cause it just seemed like they were like just a group of dudes who, and a girl who like hung out together. Well, but the yes. idea was that they were an actual government funded task force. Yeah. But it was really, so it was somehow that, it disbanded. Was and, yeah. It was Grace Mallory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the comic, it was something else. Mallory. It was a, it was, it was a, a dude, a man. Yeah. yeah it was like Greg, I forget. Or whatever. Like, yeah. It was a dude. So they, they, you'll gender swap. No, it doesn't deal. matter. It, it, so, it, yeah. And so she recruits Billy and like trains Billy, and now Billy's taken over. Because I, I forget what it was. Was it? It might have been. I forget now in the comic. Was it Lamplighter? Lamplighter killed her grandkids. Killed Mallory's grandkids, right? Yeah. And then, so that motivated him, or now her, and so that sort of formed the team. Um. But yeah, there's still a lot more with them working together and them and going after the superheroes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they have. It's not like superpowers, but they have like things they have like about them. No, I again, I haven't read it in a while. I should reread it after yeah. watching the show. But I, I thought they had like their own kind of compound V. They like did. They, and remember, they, they, they gave it to something. Huey. Yeah, they stuck him with it, and he wound up punching the guy through the, like a hole that's, in the guy's chest. That's when he killed a guy, and they're the like Blarney what? Cock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's the guy's name. Yeah, because they they really didn't get into the other superhero teams in this. Like they did yeah. mention how A Train was in the Teenage Kicks. Which but is a big part of the con- yes. big part of the comic. Yeah, yeah. like and the, there's like two different teams. There's like two different basically like Teen Titans. One of them is like way more R-rated than the other. The other one's yeah. like more goody two shoes. And so they 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 talk about them more and sort of like the superhero farm teams a little bit more. Right. Then there's also the issue of it's like a standalone the hero gasm. Yes. Remember that series mm-hmm. where it's just I, I knew of it. I didn't read it though. Every superhero basically goes to like an island and it's just like sex and drugs and like partying and it's like all the superheroes they all go together and it's like insane it's like they're week off they, they take a week off and but i, I love hedonism yeah so that's one thing i think they're going to develop a little bit more because like it was cool the way they had huey killing translucent that and was then awesome. like, they were all like impressed by him like he's smart like we like this guy and he's good with tech yeah. and he's on all that stuff but their ability to kick superheroes asses i think will be a lot more in season two and it's all a lot of it is just outsmarting them yes you know yeah. which is which i think was really cool too the way and they <laughs> did that like, they train in this one they did yeah and they and they did it because they knew that he would come in hot and that he would you know be all 
doped and then out. When, and when the yeah. female just cr- breaks his leg, you're like, this yeah. is awesome. Oh, like that was pretty awesome. She's not the, the best kill. No. Not the best kill in the season. And the season be no. probably pop claw. That would be pop claw <laughs> killing her poor landlord in a, in a bizarre face sitting accident. I feel like he may have gone out on a high note though for him. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say, yeah, yeah but pop claw was good. You oh, go out think? the way you came in, right? <laughs> what do you think of uh, Mesmer played by uh, Haley, Joel I, Haley Joel? I thought, oh, such a little shit. Yeah. You know, just like, but I, but I love that he character. Was like a, yeah. He was like a, te- he was like a child star or whatever too. Right. Like that's what he yeah. was playing. And like, like that is, it's funny. Cause like those would be, if, if there's a world where everybody has like powers, they all have like different ones. Right. And like, that's what, that's what Mesmer's got. And then ultimately he got his, he got his comeuppance. He did. Uh, how about Gus Fring? Getting a, he's showing up. Yeah, the, so he's the big boss, right? He's the big boss. He was yeah. gonna hand it off to Stillwell. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think no. I don't, I don't think it's gonna that. happen. How about um? Yeah, Ezekiel, who's basically like Mister Fantastic. Yeah, is Stretchy Stretcherson. Stretchy Stretcherson. He's yep. skinny jeans. Yeah, he was he was uh, he was doing his thing, but yeah, I thought it, the show's great. And like the the biggest kind of twist would be like that that the heroes are created. Um, they're, they're they're not like born that way. They're created, and so everything they tell you is just like a it's like a bunch of it's a bill of goods. Uh, yeah. Then that and the, all the Homelander stuff, like there's just it's just really well done. I think each character has a pretty good story. I think it will probably get more into Mother's Milk and Frenchie in season two. Yes, you know I think they 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 were probably the thinnest, even though they were both really good. We didn't really know like you knew about Mother's Milk's family, you knew about Frenchie, mm-hmm. and you knew that they had a beef with each other from a right. previous job gone wrong. But I think you're going to get a lot more of that in uh, season two. Yeah, and I think it's it's they're just polar opposite characters. Because I remember yeah. in the comic that like Mother's Milk is like very focused on like details, mm-hmm. and Frenchie just doesn't give it. You know, the Frenchman no. doesn't give a shit. Well, just, you know, he's a wild card. He's a wild card. Let's give a rest that. So I was yeah. reading an article. There was one thing that apparently Amazon stepped in and said, "You know what? We're not going to put that in the show." And I What's guess that? they filmed it, but they didn't put it in. And it was a scene in which after Homelander and Stillwell got into a big argument. And then Homelander went up to like the top of like a building and said, like, I can do whatever I want. I forget what the exact phrasing was, but while he was doing that, he was pleasuring himself. And then he finishes like on the building and Amazon was like, no, we're not doing that. That's too much. (laughs) I mean, one of the most, like (laughs) what I really loved about this show too, is you have like scenes like the pop cloths, like crushing the dude's head or like, but they were like, really heavy like the the scene with homelander and mave on the plane oh i'm when glad you brought that up that was like incredible and like an that incredible scene to show you what what he what he's capable of and like what what he cares about or doesn't care about that was insane yeah. that was a really good scene that 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 explained those two care and like you can see mave having doubts all along but she's just so used to all this bullshit yeah but and she's, she's just all like, the doubts and then there's a scene with her and Starlight in the bathroom and she starts talking. Like, I was like you. And then, like, I just – she's basically just, like, numb to it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I came in here and I was in super enthusiastic and I loved what I did and I just wanted to save people. Now it's like, you know, I don't really – she didn't really like, give a shit anymore. Yeah, that that plane scene was uh, – That was tough. That was tough to watch. It was heavy. And, and then know, they like, blame, and then he has the press conference, and he blames like the government for not. He's like, "Hey, if we were involved, we could have been there sooner. If you, if you told us two minutes earlier, we could we have would have saved it. everybody." Yeah, 
Insane. And so mm-hmm. you'd have not that he wasn't unhinged anyway, but without Stillwell for next season, Homelander is going to be like there's nobody to sort of like bring him back down to earth or kind of control him at, at any regard. And I think of that scene watching him. They, remember that scene in Man of Steel where it's Superman, they bring him in and he's handcuffed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're basically like, oh, like you couldn't get out of the hand. And he just basically just like, yes, yeah, like he separates his hands and like, right. It's, it's basically a courtesy. Me being here is a courtesy. Right. Like I could wipe all of you. Do out whatever I want at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's that, the thing is like, because it's, he's not from Krypton, there is no right. Kryptonite. So now that's going to be the next thing is like, all right, how do you combat combat Homelander? Like it seems right now, it seems impossible. And based, again, based on what we know, you have Captain America and Superman as like these Boy Scout characters who would never, ever, ever, ever intentionally do the wrong thing. Yeah, and it, this is playing with that. Like, what if what if Superman had a bad day? What if he was an asshole? Mm-hmm. Right. Like that. This is what exactly yeah. what it would look like. Like Superman red, like that kind of thing too. Yeah. When he was doing all that stuff. Uh, what about the scene where the deep was uh, having sex with a woman who poof, was insisting uh, that she stick her hands in his gills. Oh, uh, and like the gills were like fluttering. Like, Oh, uh, that was hard. That was like, I mean, he, uh, he like, deserved that to be fair, to be fair, but it was gross. It was really gross and something I actually, I, I'm not proud to say it, but I actually looked away. I was like, like <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. He's like, and he's like, oh, it hurts. You know, I don't but know. I don't like anyway, that. You got anything else on uh, the boys? I love it. I, I think you should, if you're, if you're a fan of like comic book movies, yeah, this is a nice, like step back and be like, wow. Like that's a yeah. nice like a twist on what I've been watching. Great idea. All of us have been watching for like seven years. Yeah, because that, that's know? the point. Like if I said, "Hey, it's a, it involves superheroes," you're like, and everyone's like, "Okay," but, yeah, like, right. but, 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 but it's unique, and there's very few things you could say that about. Yeah, it's a ori- it's an original idea. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Very good. I love it. Right. See, so it. season two is coming out. I give it a six. Davey gives it a five. So it is a uh, must see show here, uh, according to hashtag Dork Ryan. Are you ready for the pick of the podcast? Yeah, time? let's do it. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also defend a goal? I will kick. All right, I will receive. I have two. And because we're also on YouTube this week, you can check out the uh, pod on YouTube if mm-hmm. you want to watch it. Uh, I have two comic books that I have. Uh, one I've finished. This is uh, Red Hood Outlaw. How did I know that was going to be first out of all which your is, picks? Which is very, very good. I love it. It was actually very good. I'm not just saying that. So I would pick that one up. It's sort of Red Hood and the Outlaws from Rebirth. It picks up mm-hmm. right off of that. So you're going to want to read those first. And I have not finished it yet. But this is uh, AD After Death, written by Scott Snyder, art by Jeff Lemire, who's also a great author as well. Um, it's different. It's uh, it's fascinating. Maybe a cure for death type of thing. Huh. Uh, almost done. I think I've read like th- three quarters of it or whatever, but already good. Fascinating to see how it's going to end. So those are my two picks. Ryan, what do you got? Let me ask you this first, though. If you could, if you were given the choice to be immortal, would you take it? Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I would. I'm good. I would. Well, yeah, I I would because I also feel like there's a, there's usually an out with that stuff. There. Like vampires, 
Do they live forever? Yes. Could you kill a vampire? Yes. Yeah, but like, think of like Wolverine. Like, at what point do you just like, just take me? Like, just yeah. let me die. Like, but everyone I, I know am, is dead. Like, take me. Not you to know? get too deep, but yeah. I am terrified of death. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Like, well, well, okay. I shouldn't have brought it up. I shouldn't have brought it up. It's just one of those feelings. You're probably asking questions. yourself, do I think about it every night as I go to bed? Yes. So, I do. Correct. So if I could if I could put that off, I probably would. But you're right. Ultimately, you'd probably go nuts. Yeah. All right. And not to get too yeah. deep, my, my love of my family right. surpasses my fear of death. So right. I would not want to watch my family have bad death happen to them. Good point. Yeah. No, that's you know what I mean? Too. Like I would rather yeah. just not be there. To no, see, that's true. You know, that would definitely be, we're getting point. too heavy. We're getting too heavy. Wow. That was a bad question to end the, end the episode. with. <laughs> Here's an uplifting thing for you, Richard. Um, I started watching, you know, I'm not a big basketball fan. No, you're not. I am not, but there no. is a series that kind of caught my eye on Netflix called basketball or nothing. Um, it is a, it's a se- it's a season and it's uh it follows this high school basketball team in Arizona who are on the Navajo Indian Reservation. Oh okay. Um and they've won like they basically if you know anything about the plight of the Native Americans and what we've done to them like in this isolated reservation community and their basketball team is like outstanding. Oh interesting. And one of their best players is like 54 but the kid's <laughs> disgusting. But like that, he's just, they're they, and they're just trying to, it, it's called basketball or nothing. Cause like these, that's all these kids have. It's like, we either play basketball or we do nothing. Wow. You know? So it's, it's actually a really cool, I watched the first episode and it's actually really compelling. And if right. you're um, into that, like inspiring, but gritty kind of documentary series, like definitely check it out. And if you're a sports fan too. I like it. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, Ryan, you guys uh, out there can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We're up to 300 uh, uh, ratings, so we appreciate that on the iTunes. Keep those coming in. Tell a friend, tell a dork. You can follow us on Twitter at Dork Podcast. You can email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Some of you might even be watching this on YouTube. We're going to try posting some of these episodes onto the YouTube Mm -hmm. Just go to youtube.com slash dork podcast. Uh, and Davey, you'll jump in the old Twitch stream now and again. Yeah, I you know. We're toying. We're monkeying around with it now. With And again, with like, you know, people starting to jump ship from Twitch. Mm. There is a mm. substantial. I'm just going to say it, Richard. There Are is you a on substantial. Mixer no, no, but there is a substantial YouTube gaming community. So maybe <sighs> we just house it all in one place. We have the podcast and the stream all in one dork podcast channel on YouTube. Oh, Maybe. I like it. I like we're it. T- we're monkeying around with some stuff here. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and by the way, biggest video game news of the year. Davey got a Switch. Davey got a Switch. Davey could finally have a Switch. So all you Davey Nintendo people out there who've right. been bugging me for ye- literally for years. Yeah. Uh, all you Nintendo people. I am a Nintendo person now. Right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I bought the Switch, played it for a couple hours, and have not seen it since. Since my mm-hmm. wife found out what Tetris 99 was. Son of a gun. So, yep. Good luck getting that back. Women be Tetris. Women Good. be Tetris. They, they sure do, but you can't yeah. stop a woman from Tetris. Can't stop them. Yeah. You can't stop them. All right. Uh, Ryan, just remember that the, uh, the bones are their money, the worms are their dollars. Correct. Right? Or maybe it's vice versa. The, they're also their money. Yeah. Pull your hair up, but not out. That song's not in my cue zone, but we'll. <laughs> Don't give it to him. All right, Ryan. Uh, I will talk to you next time. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 